best picture of the final. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Um, what a turnout again. I remember these days. I missed them. And uh, very proud, very happy to welcome the number one feather eight in the world back to the team at Matchroom. Sky Sports, The Zone. Thank you, thank you. It's, uh, it's been, it's funny how life works out. We were just saying uh, with Josh there, you know, it was a conversation I had probably a couple of weeks ago with Steve Wood, and I sort of said to him, When's that Warrington out of contract again? He said, funny you should say that, actually. And then everything went from there. And it's been uh, amazing to watch Josh's development since we parted company. And I think what he's done has been sensational. The early days, looking back at what we started at Leeds Arena, were probably some of the most uh, rewarding days of probably my career as well. I mean, forgetting the beer that used to come over the tears, you know, onto my head during the ring walks and stuff like that. The atmosphere that you guys generated was, was second to none. And when you talk about great atmospheres, you know, you talk about Carl Frampton in Belfast, you talk about Lewis Ritson now in Newcastle, not just saying it because I'm here, but this was second to none, what we used to feel when we came out. I remember we started, I think it was like a Tuesday night. We had the f Wednesday, Wednesday night, we had the first event in Leeds Arena. And even then you could feel what was building, what was growing going on to winning the British title there, winning the European title. You know, the crowds were just going up and up. The ring walks, ring walks were getting more and more exciting. And then we got to a stage where we parted company with Josh. And unfortunately, I've had to watch these great nights. And it was, it was a sickener for me, I have to be honest. I'm not going to lie. I mean, you know, we were sitting there, I was watching Ellen Road. And I thought, oh, don't worry, it's OK, Eddie. He won't beat Selby. He won't beat Selby, <laughs> you know. And I'm watching it and thinking, fair play, this is a great performance. And, and won that fight in style. Became the world champion. And, and listen, whilst it wasn't on my show, I was, I was proud of him. I was pleased for him because I think what him and Steve Wood built from the complete ground up. There was no Olympic medals. There was no GB squads. This was just him and Steve Wood that started out in small hall shows, winning English titles. You know, I remember when we had him on our first ever show with a Commonwealth title against Samir Mamoun. Yeah. He, you can't, he came to Hull for that. And I don't know who was here from, from uh, that fight, from the crowd, but I think he sold sort of two or 300 tickets. And I thought, wow, and it was a great fight. But that was kind of like almost a life and death fight at that stage in his career for Josh Warrington. And the rise too, like I said, and this is so important, and I said this to Josh in, in the cyber room, to number one featherweight in the world. Let's not forget that. You know, check box rec, check the rankings, check the resume. This is the number one featherweight in the world. And what he's achieved over that last year and a half, I mean, a Carl Frampton win again, unbelievable performance. That was one where I thought, well, they're definitely going to get him now. And he went on and he beat Carl Frampton in a great fight. And now I feel like it's time to establish that legacy internationally, to go on and have those away days in America. Here is very important to bring a fight. You know, I'm standing there today, you know, and as a... As a ex-cricketer or failed cricketer. I didn't even know these two grounds were attached. So I said to the guys here, which one are we doing first? Rugby or cricket? And they said, rugby first. But the cricket could also come. But for me, the absolute focus for Josh Warrington 
has to be now the unification fights. He's been there, he's done it, he's seen it all. Now it's time to have the major unification fights here in Leeds. You look at the champions, Gary Russell, Leo Santa Cruz, Kanzu, and, and Shakur Stevenson. They've all been on the phone yesterday. I sent Josh a direct message from Gary Russell saying, let's go, we're ready. For me, the unification fight is the absolute target over the next week or two weeks to try and finalise. We've already spoke to the guys at Headingley. Straight up, we want to do it there. That's where we want to do it. I see you've even got some standing as well. I mean, as if the atmosphere weren't mad enough as it is. Get them up there, it's going to be incredible. There's also the focus of the American experience. For some of you in this room, you may have come to Germany a few years ago. They've never seen anything like it. They still talk about it to this day when Josh Warrington and his fans turned up to fight in Germany. Um, I just invited a few down the pub for a pint in Germany. I'm still paying for that. It was, a, it, was a, it was a brilliant away day. And there is the possibility of the American fight as well next. We know Kid Galahad is the mandatory. We know you guys are big fans of him. Um, at some point, that's something that as a champion, Josh has to focus on as well. But right now, the absolute priority, unification fights in Leeds. And that is the aim for us this summer. Second to none. It's what we feel we have to deliver for Josh. There's a lot of things that he wants to tick on his box. And, you know, the American fight and particularly the unification fight in Leeds is, is key. So this is kind of like a relaxed Q&A between me and Josh up here. I've missed him, you see. So I wanted to have a little chat with him today. And uh, right now, I'm going to pass over to say a few words. The number one featherweight in the world, the reigning IBF, Featherweight world champion from Leeds, Josh Warrington. Cheers, Ed. You can talk, can't you? <laughs> Could I just say, before I interrupt, I don't want to steal your thunder. When we had our meeting last week, I gave Josh one of the best pitches I've ever given a fighter, right? But unfortunately, he knows me really well. And I was going for it, weren't I? Yeah, oh, this right, went yeah. on for five, six minutes. Yeah. I was just selling him the dream. Unifications in Leeds. We're back. Yeah, the yeah. partnership is black. And he just looked at me and he just went like this. As if to say, you can talk some... Excuse me. Uh, I got, I'll be truthful. He had me for a little bit. I was kind of coming across the table. What <laughs> bastard is getting me? And then my dad went, Sit down. Fuck off. <laughs> Excuse me about language, but that's truth. And uh, yeah, write me back down if I. He almost had me there. He almost had me. But no, I think he's missed me. I mean, he could talk a bit. I've got my twin's second birthday tomorrow, and I've got to go do uh, balloon run and pick cake up and all that. So can we try and keep this a little bit short? But that's good to be back. Um, obviously, he's missed us. Um, I think he's missed the, the big nights. Um, things happen in boxing, and this is a this is a long story. It's not some of what happens in a year and then it's done. We chipped away for a very, very long time and he refers back to the Samir Menemni fight. And I remember that fight, I were, I was there as cannon fodder, but we upset the odds, won that fight, had a good fight with the, with Rendell and then we, we, we grew together. Um, some epic nights in, uh, in the first direct arena in the first, uh, first few years of being together. And then, you know, things happen whilst I was away. In that break of, uh, of the transition, I had a chance to develop a little bit more, 
probably a rest what were well needed. And um, obviously did what I did, winning the world title. And, and now, as I'm going into the last few chapters of my career, you know, it's come back round. There's some big, big opportunities. Obviously, the unification is, is numero uno, but I've also talked about the away day. And, you know, we, we're only joking about the stories of Berlin. I mean, so those who went there, it's folktale, and everyone who, who tells the stories have got a twinkle in their eye. I mean, can you imagine that in, in Madison Square Garden? Or in Las Vegas, you know, the airport flying over. I mean, I think some of the lads were on the same plane as him. And, uh, you know, he, he would have had a bit of an experience. And I don't, I don't think the, one of the planes were going to take off because everyone was carrying on. But I, I kind of, I, I went over there a few years ago when I watched uh, Carl Frampton fight uh, Leo Santa Cruz in Vegas. And I'm, when I'm there, I'm, I'm looking about and there's taxis driving past with the, with the fight poster on. There's buses, there's billboards. I'm thinking, wow, going to the casino, there's, there's blackjack tables, he's everywhere. I'm thinking, this is unbelievable. I'd love a little bit of this. But then, then reality hit me. I could imagine it. It's all prim and proper. They've got all these posters. All the Americans are expecting us. Then you've got 20-odd thousand Leeds fans coming in, smashing boat doors down, jumping up and down on tables, singing, marching on together. Oh, Leeds, aren't we? Oh, worry, worry. I thought, ah, it wouldn't be too good there, actually, would it? But um, listen, it's, it's all about making memories now. And, uh, and Ed and, and Matchroom have got the, the connections in the, in the States. And I'm only for the big fights. Obviously, mentioned that we once going down the unification route. I've got uh, my manager challenge as well with, with Kid Gallard, so there's plenty of fights there to keep me busy. But, um, you know, Ed has said that he's going to deliver everything that, that he initially offered, and, uh, and I believe he will do so. Josh, thinking about that, Amazing night, Ellen Road. Mm. You know, to become a fighter who, like anyone's dream really in their own city is to, to fight at a football club or a sporting ground. Yeah. But to come here as well and tick off another one off the box, there's not many people that have sort of done it at multiple sites within their city. I mean, you're talking about, you know, AJ, like these the top, top names that have boxed in multiple stadiums in the country or around their cities. Yeah, you, you, you're right. It's, um, obviously, I hadn't done the, the same numbers of what AJ had done with like doing the, the Cardiff and, and Wembley, but obviously he's a good looking fella and he can hit hard. And whereas uh, I'm a, I've been hit with ugly stick a few times and I'm a feather fisted, but um, but we do all right, don't we? You know, we're in, and that night at Ellen Road were, were something that will stay with me till the day I die. Obviously I can go on and sit about, sit and talk about that all night, you know, having the Kaiser. I mean, Eddie, we're fantastic. You should have been there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you should have been I'll there. Say, I'll, fi I'll finally yeah. watch your bloody film yeah. now because I haven't been able to watch it for a long time. Listen, I've got to be honest with you. I remember you sent me a, you sent me a direct message saying congratulations. I remember looking at my phone going, ah. <laughs> but, um, Don't worry, it was hard for me to press send, to be but, honest with you. But no, it, it, it was an epic night and... It's a box ticked, and, and that's done now. With, with Ellen Road sits there in, in the happy chapter, to come and do Edingley would be wow, it'd be even more so special. I mean, they've just done um, a redevelopment with, with, the, with the two stands. Obviously, it's a little bit more compact than, than Ellen Road. So, you, can you imagine a, a, a Kanju or a Shakur Stevenson or a Gary Russell walking in out in front of this? They wouldn't know what hit them. Obviously. Eddingley is notorious for, for a good old knees up. You know, the Otley run, I'm sure there's a few in here who've, who've done that. And on a nice summer's day, it'd be, it, just, it just captured the city again. You know, one thing that really captured me last time on, on fight day, you know, you have them bit of that unsettledness and you're a bit, you have a bit of nerves. And I remember sitting in the hotel room and a couple of my pals come to see me and they said, Josh, no matter whatever happens tonight, 
you've made the city proud. He said, every bar is buzzing. Everyone's chanting your name. He said, you've done something special. This time round, I think it'd be, it'd be twice as big, twice as busy. So, you know, to do that, I think it'd be the final box ticked of, of, of wanting to achieve over here, especially in, the, in this city. After that, you know, I looked at just travelling around the world. Fighting, hopefully. Yeah, I think Not so. Yeah, 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 I think so, yeah. When yeah. we talk about those champions, talk about those quickly. I mean, the, the fight with you and Kanzu, I think, broke the record for the amount of punches he threw in his, his last fight, and you mm. do the same, yeah. would just be a breathtaking fight. Obviously, the, the Shakur Stevenson fight, he comes with plenty of chat, and yep. he's Andre yep. Ward on the team. You know, yep. that's that's the Hollywood fight for you over here. Yep. Leo Santa Cruz, which you might have the head stateside for. Gary Russell, very, very tough, tough opponent as well. Which of the fights you look for out of those? Oh, I, I'm not boring. Sorry, that's a bit boring. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll wrap it up there. <laughs> Probation. <laughs> Community service. <laughs> um, you know what, Ed? All, all of them fights uh, excite me. You know, it's, it's about being part of the big nights. Um, you know, I mean, who in the right mind wins a world title and has, uh, has the first defence against a, a fight what's ranks even higher than them? I mean, Carl Frampton, um, you know, after we beat Lee Selby, well, you, you're fighting Carl. Oh, Carl's, Carl's, he's better than Lee. He's at even higher level. But I, I want to be part of these big nights. I mean, I've got to be honest with you, I never thought when I was first turned pro that that I'd achieve a world, a world title. I, I remember saying to Steve, all I want to do is is try win a British title. We, we've, we set goals after that. We got the shot with the European and then after that, you know, we were knocking on the door for, for the world title for, for a long, long time. And now we're here. I believe I beat any other featherweight in this division. Um, they've all got their own little perks, obviously, like I say, Kanju. You put us in a phone box, that'd be a, a very entertaining fight. He throws a lot of punches, I throw a lot of punches. Obviously, Shikar Stevenson is a bit of a gobshite, so, you know, that would have a very good build-up. And, and Gary Russell Jr., I think he's the second uh, longest reigning champion out of all of the champions, so, you know, he's got that green and gold belt as well, the WBC. Either one of them fights are massive fights, and that's what I want to be part of. I don't want to be just known as a, a, a decent boxer from Leeds or a decent boxer from Yorkshire. I want to go down like as a decent bo boxer from this country and, and from the UK. And uh, and taking them fights is, is what people want to see. People want to see going into the big fights and, and not padding it out and just having steady defences. They just want to see big fight after big fight after big fight. And, and talking at a home advantage, I mean, it's just like literally having a couple of rounds in the bank before it starts. I mean, but with the quality of opposition, mm. you can't just rely on home support. Remember when Errol Spence boxed Kel Brook yeah. at Bramall Lane, atmosphere was unbelievable, but quality shone through. But you must feel like you have a huge edge here. And I don't think, I don't believe Shakur Stevenson, I'm quite impressed with the fact that he's willing to come to Leeds. Yeah. You know, he's a big name in America, or emerging big name. He's got mm -hmm. a, a big promotional company behind him. He's got Andre Ward behind him, James Prince. He's bang up for coming to Leeds. Yeah. But do you think he really knows? Or maybe he'll shine under that kind of pressure. But it's a huge challenge for anyone coming into, especially a bear pit that Headingley would be. Oh, most definitely. I don't think he will. He does realise. I mean, he'll see the videos and whatnot. And even if he comes over for the press conferences and everything else, nobody can really like put it there until they've actually done it. You know, like I remember Lee Selby saying it's not going to phase him, and you know. It, he might argue that till till he's blue in the face. The, the, the crowd didn't phase him, um, but you you watch the way that he walked to the ring. 
he's more or less running to me <laughs> instead of doing his little swagger walk and whatnot. Um, again, Carl Frampton won with them. The fans are a massive part, and they always have been a part of my journey. I can fight with an away crowd against me or, or with them uh, on my side. I had a lot of my fights in the early days, like the old fight, I would away from home. My English title fight would away from home. Um, there is probably more pressure when you fight at home because there's an high expectation, but I think I've done it that many times now. I know what I'm in for and I, I, I realise what kind of mentality I've got to, got to go through. They won't know until, until, they, until they walk into the ring. I mean, it's not just the ring walk either, it's been over here on fight week. You know, the, the fans, I don't like calling them fans because it makes me sound a bit big-headed, but those who've come to me fights and follow me, follow my journey, you know, there's a lot of passionate people amongst us and there's a lot, there's a lot what sacrifice a lot to be at the fights, but they're not just at the fights, they're, they're, they're at the open workouts, they're at the press conferences, they're at weighing, and they've got to contend with all that. And it's a mental, it's a mental battle just in that week. And I say that any percentage where they're taking the mind off the fight is a percentage to me. You know, if they're concentrating hard of like showing a poker face and not going to get affected by the crowd, that's that's a little bit more to me. And and likewise, if I had to go to someone's back backyard and fighting, uh, you know, someone's yard where they've got a big crowd behind a big fan base, that doesn't bother me either because you know. I, I, I can deal with that kind of pressure. Carl Frampton won there. He had a he had a good support with him in Manchester, and when you know he had a little bit of success, the crowd shouted, and he, he wanted to come forward and push on. And it kind of played into my hands. So I'm happy with either either. But I'll tell you, there's some there's been some fantastic shows over the last few years, um, stadium fights and whatnot. Um, but not comes close to to when when it's done in Leeds. I mean, it's, it's, I'll say I'll I'll argue with anybody. It's, it's one of the best atmospheres in the world. You know, we, the, the Leeds crowd are notorious for, for being passionate with, you know, with the football club, with, with the rugby club. And, and, and that's grown and grown. And like, bloody hell, I'm talking as long as you now. <laughs> I'm boring myself here. Um, you t you, like, after beating Frampton, we, 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 we've taken on a lot of uh, fans from over Ireland, Northern Ireland, and, and the fans have, are starting to come from all over, and they want to be part of that as well. So we have a fight over here, it'll be it'd be somewhat special. And uh, I always already feel like I'm a few rounds up. All right, Josh. Well, for me, uh, it's absolute pleasure to have you back. And like I said, not just the number one featherweight in the world, one of the top pound-for-pound -pound fighters in Britain and one of the top pound-for-pound -pound fighters in the world. And it's time to prove that. We're on the case. You'll be hearing news in the next two weeks. First and foremost, unification fights here at Headingley is the aim. And uh, to you lot, thank you so much for supporting him, not just when we were involved initially, but throughout his whole career, because he wouldn't have got these opportunities without you. And like he said, he calls you fans, you're more like friends to him, because you've helped him achieve where he is today. And be ready, we're going to have some crazy nights come this summer in Leeds. So thank you always, and we look forward to some great nights in Leeds. Ladies and gentlemen, the current reigning IBF world champion, Josh Warrington.